0: The NBA off-season, free agency has just hit, hit me like a rocket. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed, okay? These moves are hitting me like a ton of bricks. First of all, my head is spinning. My head is spinning. Like, you kind of joining in late to this party. I don't know what rock of Gibral- Gibraltar you've been under to where you didn't know these moves were happening. Even today, just a few moments ago, Westbrook for CP3 to Houston is going down, Brody in a beard, reunited.
1: I think uh, <laughs> a little bit too late and with not yes. enough shiny pieces to go with it because yeah. you kind of swapped out CP3 and Russell aren't the same player they're not the same caliber player even though CP3 used to be a superstar now he's kind of aging and declining um he still has value but Russell because he's demands so much attention so much control of the ball how are you going to be able to make sure that Harden and Russell get enough handles so that they can both be productive and then now without having a strong enough bench making sure that you have the right components or pieces to support that Right. Because the issue has always been not having two good players. You need three good players to really Seems win like in the West. You do. Mm-hmm. So now that you got rid of CP3, you should have kept CP3, got Russell, and maybe sacrifice your next five years of draft picks.
0: Right.
1: So you can win within the next year or two.
0: That was the original rumor, though. Well, first of all, the Rockets were coming in like we weren't even – like we're just a you know a, a lost dog in the race. Well, they so, have to
1: play that card so people don't, don't pay too much attention to them. <sighs>
0: I don't I don't know I don't know where what to think of this. I think people get caught up in the name. And I'm a proponent for CP3 and Westbrook. I love them both. I just unfortunately I have to be real with myself. I think that the Rockets' best chance at a at really contending for a championship and probably winning it was 2018. We had a magnificent season. We, I mean our regular season was stellar. James Harden was was MVP and playing like it CP3 is a natural is a natural floor general and I mean I know the people said that we got our crack at it this past um playoffs to to show and prove that we should have beat the Warriors but a difference a year makes our season was not the same 2019 versus 2018 was not the same our best shot was 2018 and I, and I will always say it, I believe that if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt in Game 5, we win, not only do we win against the Warriors, we would have won against probably the Cleveland Cavaliers. But
1: you inherited that bag of tricks when you picked him up. He was an aging star who was injury prone. With all aging stars who are injury prone, it's, only, it's not if, but when. And he always seem to get hurt at the wrong time at the end of the season when you needed him yeah and the fact that you went ahead and and extended his contract and gave him a max contract and he's injury prone it was mind-boggling which kind of set them up for failure because you could have made some room to you know entice another you know superstar player to come to the the team and in this case they had to swap out cp3 for russell and now they have to figure out who they're going to get to come in as third third person
0: right the, the thing with this move is it's kind of a lateral move in the sense of it didn't bring you anything. Their contracts were identical money-wise, so it didn't bring you any cap space. Um, Russell Westbrook is younger than CP3, but he's also on the other side of 30. He, too, has had a few injury problems. And now I shudder to think of all the bad decisions that will be made in the fourth quarter between him and James Harden dribbling the ball out. I'm actually a little scared.
1: I wonder if they were already talking about this on the low because I, I don't think Obviously, they would make this NBA trade. NBA
0: players are all in cahoots. I don't know when this league became friendly boys league, but everyone's in cahoots.
1: I mean, well, you want to play with somebody that you feel like you have chemistry with. You don't want to just be stuck with somebody that you don't feel like you're going to gel True. with. True. Um, they, I don't know how well they play together. With OKC, clearly they had a winning team when it was those three, it was KD, him, and um, and
0: Harden. And Harden. They were, young. Um,
1: they were young. They were young. Now they're superstars. Now yes. they're used to playing a certain style of basketball. Now he's used to having however many touches and being the floor general. How, right. How's that going to work?
0: On a, on a tangent with that, because they talk about the dynasty that never was, if, think about it, KD, Westbrook, Harden all became MVPs in this league. It, and even KD became a championship, you know, brought his way into that. But nonetheless, whatever, he's a champion
1: with the asterisks
0: asterisks bolded slanted italicized <laughs> but if you think had they given that had you know what it was too i don't think anybody really knew that james harden would become who james harden became if if he would have actualized a little bit earlier with those three and they wouldn't have broken up so so early because they only broke about the three years that maybe they would have been a dynasty I don't think they, in the West.
1: Do you think they broke it up? Or I don't think did he, they did. he wanted to leave. He
0: wanted out. Because here's the thing. He was coming up off of his rookie contract. Still on the bench. six man. Yeah, that's true. But the way that he played, I think maybe he himself believed that I'm worth more than this. If you just give me a chance. And here's the thing. They wanted him and they were more comfortable with him on a bench role. When is the last time you ever heard of giving a bench player a max contract? doesn't happen so he knew he had to go out and prove with his own team that i am a legit star right shout out to scott brooks though yes he doesn't get enough credit
1: because now looking back he was a genius
0: he was he doesn't get enough credit so my 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 head is kind of put on flat with this move
1: it's still kind of early um looking at it for what it is right now the Rockets are going to be where they where they were last year, where they were this year. They'll we'll they always be in advanced. the mix,
0: but we're not going to be serious contenders. I, I really believe that with James Harden, because at the end of the day, these players are just getting—they're just going to keep aging. They're just going to keep aging. Yes, they're MVP caliber players, but they're just going to keep aging. And but the good thing is, is the league is wide open now. Is it? It is. It's with the, the triumphant downfall, of the, Warriors, the Warriors. Diabolical. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. The Warriors Dynasty. are still the team to beat. Even though they are lost last year. Me?
0: You've even gotta with, be kidding
1: even me. with losing KD, they are still the team to beat. Just because now they're back to where they originally were. Even though they have some some aging players, they lost some bench players. They then still have that, it. they still have that cohesiveness. Granted, or pending Clay stays with them and doesn't get traded, I think he's gonna stay now that KD's gone.
0: He did stay. He got his max contract. Okay, so. But he's out for most of the season because of the injury. They lost K D, who is really He'll come back after all star. I hope. He honestly, if he's smart, he will let this injury run its course. You right. don't want to come out prematurely. Like the injury, the, these are like career kill injuries. Right. There's real injuries. When you're out past six months, eight months, twelve months, you gotta really let these injuries take its course. Those are career killers. What Kevin Durant did did coming back for that game when they weren't gonna win anyway. Could be a career killer. Like I'm still like dot 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 on that. I gotta see. That what was a happens. selfish
1: move, but it also hurt hurt him, in the in the sense that you know he didn't he won- do it
0: for himself though. He did it for the naysayers. He didn't do that for himself.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. It was selfish because yeah. he felt guilty. Exactly. He felt he didn't want to hear their mouth. But at the exactly. end of the day, you still hurt your, you hurt yourself. You hurt your team, and mm-hmm. you still end up getting traded. You still
0: left anyway. And you, and you knew you were gonna so leave. You So you
1: should have just took that. Just
0: is exactly. that he focused. let the pressure get to him because that's K, his downfall. K, that is his downfall, and that's why he's going to Brooklyn and
1: not. Uh, the Knicks. If you he went to the Knicks, him, they were crushing him. He
0: can't take it. He can't take it. But he showed that, though. He showed that. He allowed the NBA to vilify him, and that's fine. But you know, the NBA has tried to vilify other people.
1: I mean, and well, you, you got to get it. through it. If LeBron would have been in the finals, the spotlight would have been on him. He would have. You have to have a villain. If it would have been Westbrook, he would have been a villain. KD, you just so happen to fall to the pressure and the okey doke.
0: Yeah. If you
1: can't answer the question, if you can't handle it, you can't respond. To you, they're just gonna. But that's the
0: thing. You. Like, okay, we can we can take it back to LeBron. When LeBron left Cleveland the first time, he was the ultimate villain. People hated him for that, but it didn't stop LeBron. LeBron didn't give in to that. He let it run its course. He was that villain. He went to Miami. He won a few championships. He was still the villain. He came home. Okay. Then went to
1: LA, and then. I don't know. It was like a real movie that happened last year the whole magic movie. fiasco and like. The so Lakers, hopefully
0: last year's like it's just a swept let's just, on the rug. Yeah, let's just and, wash it out. It was like Sodom and Gomorrah in La La Land. Like that was a hot mess. The organization really showed its ass.
1: So do you feel the Lakers are championship contenders with the roster? Just looking at the roster the way it is now. Pending no other changes, of course there to be trades that happen within throughout I the think, year. I think
0: I think with the state of the NBA, because right now me and the NBA we're at zero zero. I don't believe in anybody right now. You can't convince me to believe in anyone right now. I believe in Almighty LeBron James. You can't you cannot convince me to believe in any other team. The way these movements have went down, you can, I, I can't believe in anyone. Well, no, you I'm just, just say that's what I'm me. saying.
1: If they were to play now, do you feel? Looking at them on paper. Of course, on paper versus how they play in real life is a lot of times is not the same. But looking at the roster that they have now, do you feel like they can actually be, you know, conference or not even conference, but championship contenders?
0: I I think so. I do think so. And the reason why I think so is because it's wide open right now. And don't I mean, don't forget. I mean, let's let's move on to, to another move. The Lakers were finally, after delay, able to secure Anthony Davis So he's there, Anthony Davis is a legit top five player in the league, he's still young, what is he, like 26? He's young, he's in his prime, and he's paired um, with LeBron James, which I'm hoping, you know, I think LeBron James can play with anyone. I think the kind of person he is, he can play with anyone. The question is, can, can anyone play with him? And I think that Anthony Davis, he wants to win, He obviously gave the Pelicans the first seven years, tried with that organization. I think he's ready to move on and actually eclipse to the next level. And I think a player like LeBron is somebody who can facilitate that. People that that think that they can't play with LeBron, that's a personal problem with themselves. LeBron is probably the person that you want to play with. He wants to make you look good. (laughs) He wants to help his teammates. If you can't handle the fact that you're gonna be in the LeBron orbit, if you can't handle that, that's your own insecurity.
1: But you gotta think about it, it's not easy for a lot of players, like, like I said. Oh, a
0: lot of it's, players ain't LeBron.
1: <laughs> they're not LeBron, but also at the same time, it's not just about one individual. Talk about a team. If you want me to come in and be able to play at my, perform at my best, you have to create an environment that is inclusive and not exclusive. And a caveat to this whole situation is the coaching situation. Frank Vogel's here for now, but what's I think that Jason Kidd is floating around. So
0: so and and that's just that just adds to the to the uh, dramatics of LA. So it's being said that Jason Kidd is the coach that, that LeBron would have preferred or that people around the organization probably would have liked. And now they say that because of Jason Kidd's past, that he's he wasn't the right face for so, basically, they are bringing <laughs> Frank Bogle in to be the fall guy because eventually, Jason Kid, he's going to get fired at some point. Jason Kidd will just move on up to head coach. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is just like a soap opera. It can
1: only happen in L.A. It can only happen no, in L.A. It can only happen in L.A. and New York. Those are the only right. two markets that... Right. It, it seems like, yeah, that's Jason that's,
0: Kidd's not a first-time head coach. He's already coached two teams in this league. So how does his past all of a sudden come up as a problem for him to be a, the face of, of a franchise? Because it was Milwaukee that he coached? But I thought he no, coached the Knicks, too.
1: He's He's been assistant coach for a lot of teams. No, he's
0: been head coach.
1: Head coach, but, I mean, he's also in the interim. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, head coach and he's been assistant coach. But also at the same time, that also goes back to the whole – leadership issue with LA you wouldn't be having these conversations if there was a solid leadership team who could say hey we're either going to go with this guy or we're not going to go with them." you don't yeah. make these types of because now you just put the leadership role or coaching position in a whole nother space and then that may also affect the chemistry of the players because kid may want to have a whole different type of roster so if he gets in there and switches up the, the lineup how's that going to affect the players
0: the issue with the Lakers organization is the people in charge. I, who's like, in charge? Jeannie Buss is the owner.
1: No, I mean, like, who's really in charge? Like, yeah, who's really Jeannie calling Buss. the shots? She's, oh, she calls the shots?
0: <laughs> That's the thing. They don't have a proper separation of ownership and executive leadership. Jeannie Buss, you don't necessarily have a basketball background. This is a family. You know, Jerry Buss was the owner and then he died and passed it on to his right. kids so Jeannie bus is a, is the daughter i think there's an, another son that's in the organization and even her and him don't get along there's infighting she's there. like a mom
1: and pop shop yes
0: and then Jeannie bus is dating uh phil jackson like they're together so when he was the coach there's just a lot of like incest it's just to me it's a hot mess it's like the real lives of it really LA is basketball. it really <laughs> it really is And so I don't think they have a proper separation from ownership and executive leadership. Just like the situation with Luke Walton. He should have been fired. He should have been fired. But because he was a Laker his entire career, he's been in L.A., you know, and he was a coach, it was like they felt bad. Genie Bus felt bad to fire him. So Magic, when he did that interview, I'm glad he did that interview. Magic wanted to pull the plug. And Magic was told when he came into that position that he would have autonomy, that he'd be able to make decisions. So you can't tell someone that. And then when he tells you what he wants to do, they did some shady shit. They started bringing people into the meetings and saying, hey, you know, go for it. Um, or do you want to talk to him first and think about it? And that's not what he signed up for.
1: There's a lot of finesse going on out there.
0: Yeah. So that that's a hot mess. I don't think I like the way Magic did it, but I'm gonna take his word for it that that was the only, the best way that he thought he could do it, so that he couldn't be convinced not to. I guess I think it's there was just, a
1: better way to do it.
0: There was obviously a better way to do um, it, but I but, guess
1: to show how dysfunctional it was, that was the right. only way to do it.
0: Right. And then to to know that the person that you're supposed to be working team, you know, hand in hand with, wants your position, aka Rob Palenka. Want your position so he's gonna do his best to sprinkle that throughout the leap if I was magic I would be pissed off and I hate to bring it in there but I'd be like these white people got me fucked up because <laughs> that's what it turns into like they're doing this like white passive-aggressive shit in a professional environment I'd be done too
1: he's a royalty but I guess when you step in a position like that and you don't necessarily have the coalition on your side, then it was only a matter of time before he got sent out. So they probably, in my mind, I'm thinking they kind of did what they're doing with Frank Vogel. They kind of did with Magic. So Magic is is the Frank Vogel, Mm -hmm. and Polinka is Jason Kidd. We're just
0: gonna yeah, just set it up. But funny enough, they're not going to replace Magic's position. They're just gonna work as a collective to make decisions now. So. I'm unimpressed with the Lakers franchise and in the in the executive office, um, but I'm just hoping that um, LeBron and Co. can figure out a way to get a championship so he can just sit down and relax and make his movies.
1: Well, <laughs> on that note, will the Lakers be the hottest show in the town?
0: You know, they were easily until... The Lakers. They were going to be, like, without a doubt, until wow.
1: the Clippers. Were that's ready. what I'm saying.
0: Until Kawhi and Paul George decided to team up and head off to the Clippers.
1: To a well run organization with a great coach
0: <sighs> and a great front office led by Jerry West.
1: And the owner, a legend, who's willing to pay. Um. They're not as exciting, of course, because of the Clippers. They're kind of like the Mets versus the Yankees, but um, they're hungry.
0: I was not expecting that.
1: I was hoping that he would go to the Clippers. Really? Yeah, because I know he's, he's you know, L.A. or, you know, Cali native. So being able to be home and play for your, not necessarily, I don't know if he was a Clippers fan or a Lakers fan, but I know he's from L.A., so be home is just a good thing. Same arena, Um,
0: same parking lot. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I feel like he has for him he probably has more to prove because he can bring a chip home maybe not in a Laker jersey but in a Clipper jersey
0: well when people started saying and I hate these smoke screens that they put out there but I guess there's a reason to put out different stories when they were when they were saying that there's a possibility that he was going to the Lakers I was like all right now this just ain't fair. <laughs> all right, like I like, I had to be fair. If I thought that KD joining the Warriors was a cheat code, I got to give them the same energy, though it's not exactly the same thing because the Warriors were current champion, you know, champions. But I was like, oh right. LeBron, A D, and Kawhi—that's like what is this a all All Star game every day? In sync. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it just was like okay, this is like this is like getting out of hand. The league is like going rogue now, but. When he signed with the Clippers, it would not have been as polarizing if it didn't also include Paul George. I was like, excuse me, say what? <laughs> but now that
1: now, now that you put that out, um, I think it makes more sense. Because if you look at it, Kawhi, he, his personality I think fits in that market um, for the Clippers. I don't necessarily feel like he would fit in the Lakers. It's... it's it's too a, loud. You're on a bigger stage. Yeah, it's You don't have to be in front of cameras. His personality doesn't work too well. Right. But coming from the Spurs, which is a winning organization, but not necessarily in the bright lights. Right. Toronto, not in the bright lights. The Clippers, not in the... So he's able to play for organizations that are able to win, but he's able to kind of, you know, fall back. Right. I think that fits in. Paul George, same way. He played for teams that weren't necessarily big names. And he's also a quiet guy. So you have the two quiet assassins that could possibly gel together and make some, you know, make some magic.
0: Well, the the reason why I was just thrown off is because I think when Kawhi went to to Toronto, (laughs) when San Antonio thought they were doing him a disservice, trading him to Toronto, nobody expected him to win a championship. None of us expected that, okay? But it happened. When he got to Toronto, most people thought this is just a stop off. He's already expressed that he wants to go home wants to play for LA at that time it seemed like probably the Lakers you know because the Lakers were in the dumps you know so he wanted to go home but San Antonio they (laughs) spurred they spurned him and they sent him to Toronto they didn't give him his wish so I think a lot of people in Toronto thought it was going to be a stop-off one-year deal anyway and he's probably gonna you know then LeBron tips it and he goes to the Lakers then it's like well he probably doesn't want to go play with LeBron because he's trying to be LeBron in a sense, like be the best player in the league. Nobody ever brought up the Clippers until the Clippers did some moves to free up some space that made it possible that people, free agents could possibly get over here. Paul George was leaving Indiana, went with the Thunder. After one year, he wanted to go home. He said he wanted to go home, but he was in Oklahoma last summer he had the opportunity to try to get out of, um, Toronto or, um, gosh, see, it's just too much. Try to get out of uh, uh, Oklahoma and, you know, try to go somewhere else. Again, like when LeBron went to LA, it seemed like it kind of cut off all, all outlets to LA. He decided to stay in Oklahoma with Russell Westbrook. It was like a big deal when he signed, re-signed with, um, with, um, Oklahoma, they threw a party, you know. He was like, you know, you guys have been so welcoming. I want to be here, yada yada yada. So,
1: (laughs) you gotta play the part.
0: I guess. I guess that's what it It is. I guess so. So I was thrown off by that. I just because it wasn't on the radar.
1: I mean, but they also know. They also know nowadays. It's not like what it was ten years ago. Your your life expect to see what a team is. What. Two to three, two, three years. years. Yeah. So you don't expect to be in these 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 um, organizations that long. So you play the best you can play, and hopefully you can line up with a player like now is perfect. Like you're lining up with max superstar players. Where we, we may have a window to win within the next two three years, depending on if they have a decent pitch and a coach. Now, if you look at the Lakers, they have a pretty decent situation because you have LeBron, you have AD, you have Jason Kidd, you have you actually have two coaches on one team. Mm-hmm. So you have that, and you have some experienced players. Um, I would say with the Clippers, you have Doc Rivers as a coach, and you have some pretty good players. Some, some gritty
0: players. Yeah, they had. they're hungry. Yeah, hungry. Um, so and they went a lot further last year than anybody would have thought, especially when they made right. those midseason trades, to Tobias Harris, and sent him away. And nobody expected him to even make the playoffs, and they held their own, got to the second round. No, I think they, it was the first round the Warriors took them out.
1: The expectations weren't as high for them. Yeah. Um, so it's easier for you to play in an environment where the expectations aren't. Right. I need you to win today. Um, but if you go and flip to the other coast, Brooklyn.
0: <sighs> so
1: it's almost a, it's almost a similar situation when you're talking about the Clippers and the Brooklyn Nets right. when you're talking about the Lakers and the Knicks. The expectation level, you know, the platform, the spotlight is totally different. So media treats you differently because it's like, ah, you just yeah. these guys. But Brooklyn, you know... Um, KD and you no know, Kawhi, not Kawhi, but Kyrie have opportunity to rule the East possibly. Seeing that the East right now is is wide well,
0: open. Well, first and foremost, I am learning that where there's smoke, there's fire. It's no, there's no longer anything that's not that, that's a rumor that's not going to come into fruition. That's what this I'm learning about in the NBA. Are we talking about Kyrie in the NBA. Period. Where there's smoke, there's fire. If someone says that there's a possibility that this person is going here, know that it's probably going to happen. Know that it's probably going to happen. Just like Kawhi leaving Toronto, a lot of people expected that. They never expected him to stay more than one year in Toronto anyway. However, they never expected to win a championship. So after he won a championship, I thought maybe Toronto has a shot in, in the dark here to, you know, stab in the dark to maybe keep him. Because I've been to Toronto and. The city of Toronto is a great city. There are some drawbacks, though. It's cold as shit. (laughs) It's expensive. I think you have to pay taxes in Canada and the U.S. I think they have to do that as players. Um, But that community, their fans, did you see Jurassic Park? (laughs) Like, their fans, it's unmatched. So that kind of love and adoration, I thought, and then the championship and things, I thought, maybe they had a shot in the dark at keeping him um ultimately he decided to go I think the country itself is thankful because I don't think that the country was ever going to win a championship they've never been remotely close (laughs) to, to anything like this I think they're 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 grateful for the run and they bid him adieu when it comes to this Katie and Kyrie where there's smoke there's fire
1: I gotta ask you a question, not to cut you off. Sure. But when, and this is this is about Kyrie. So there were talks when Kyrie was with Boston that there's issues with his leadership capabilities. Yes. Do you feel like are. this is gonna be an issue rolling into Brooklyn? Do you feel like will he have to be the leader, or do you think KD will end up being ultimately be, being the leader of the team?
0: You know what's funny? Neither one of them want to be the leader. I agree, yeah. Neither one of them are those kind of players. Kyrie wanted to show the world that he was, but he's not.
1: Kyrie wants to score.
0: Ky- Kyrie thought that because he's gifted in what he does, that it warranted him getting an opportunity to show the world that he is that guy. <laughs> but ultimately,
1: you're gonna have to have somebody who's gonna take the helm because okay. I don't, I feel like. When the when the game is on the line, Katie has enough confidence. He'll be the one. I'll, I'll take the shot, and I think he got that when he was he was able to kind of develop that when he was playing in Golden State. Yeah. Um, where okay, even though he was on a stacked team, I can go out there and play the front guy, even though. Well,
0: in in moments, it, it's to me it's weird. They're he just, had
1: really big games where he, he actually won the game for them.
0: Right, but it's like they wouldn't have gotten there without the other two, you know, right. the other MVP player you're playing with, and the other guy that can shoot 11 threes in one quarter you wouldn't have gotten there type of thing i i don't know like like i said nobody is convincing me of jack right now i gotta see all of this play out because Kyrie, just those two years in in boston proved why he should have stayed his ass in cleveland he should not have demanded that trade you are not the one but sometimes you, are, you
1: have to branch out to see that the grass isn't always greener.
0: So I, we could have told him that. <laughs> I think that everybody is, and, and, and it's not, it's not a bad thing because you're a professional basketball player. This is your career. This is your life. For you to think you're the best player in the world, have that attitude. But it's, I think it's really comical that a lot of players think uh, everyone that's mad about the attention LeBron James gets, you're not LeBron James y'all couldn't walk a day in that man's shoes he's had this pressure this target on his back since he was 16 17 years old and to not only meet those expectations and exceed them you guys couldn't do a day in his life but everybody wants to be that guy and i'm sorry everyone is just it's his kind of talent is like once in a generation type of talent there's not going to be more than one LeBron James at a time, just like there wasn't more than one Kobe at a time or more than one Jordan at a time. Like, the the quicker people realize that, the better it'll work out for my promise. It's going to be interesting. Right now, the <clears throat> the KD-Kyrie experiment is going to be um, delayed for a year.
1: It's funny you said that. Mm-hmm. KD-Kyrie experiment. That's what
0: yeah, i think so we should, calling yeah, it. Yeah,
1: we should keep that as that.
0: Yeah, it's an experiment. Let's see how it goes. It's going to be de- delayed for a year, meaning that Kyrie's about to continue his his um, his episode of being on top of the team. Year three, Katie won't be there, so the season is not going to be shits and giggles. How are you going to how How are you going to overcome that? Who do they have in, in, in on the Nets right now?
1: Not too much. They gave up Russell. Um, yeah. They picked up a few role players, but for the most part, it's it's primarily them. And so, if you had to rank out of the four, I guess big twos, because there's no big threes now. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um, you're right. It's back to a two-man game.
1: I would say my I think the one who would do the best would be LeBron and Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Probably Kawhi and Paul George.
1: I was, my number two would be Harden and Russell because I think they'll be right back where they were. The Rockets will be right back where, okay. where they were. They'll beat up the, the Clippers, followed by Kawhi and Paul. And then lastly would be the experiment.
0: The reason why I'm going to put Kawhi and George ahead of Harden and Westbrook, they're two-way players, Kawhi and, and Paul George. They play offense and defense.
1: They are, but I feel like the Rockets have a better – they don't even necessarily have a, a better supporting cast, but I just think the, their style of play bodes well, better in their favor in the West. Even though they may have a better coach, I just see the Rockets having a better season
0: than the Clippers. Rockets don't kill me, but you, you got to show me. Rockets have to show me. Kawhi and Paul George, they're younger. They play both sides Offense and defense. Um, Paul George.
1: He's definitely more streaky.
0: That's just about to say, he is on and off. So I love Paul George, but when he's off, he's off. I mean, he at a time was a contender for MVP. He was in the talks for a brief period of time. And then after all-star break, he kind of fell off, kind of fizzled out. So that's kind of, you know, they, they kind of need some more. They got to shore up on that.
1: But when you're looking at Harden is a guaranteed double-double, Westbrook's a guaranteed triple-double.
0: But I think that – but, see, here's the thing about Russell Westbrook's triple-doubles. His triple-doubles, that stat would be even more amazing if they won more. Well, he it has would, the it opportunity would matter to win more. more.
1: He'll have well, – he'll definitely be more. winning more with Harden. More that's games that's with a
0: fact. Yeah. So that that's something that – and I say that because if – him having triple-doubles for the last three seasons is an amazing feat. Probably won't be duplicated, you know, in this lifetime. I mean, I don't know who could. But, again, it's what, what does it matter if your team is out in the first round? If when you have these triple-doubles, your team still loses. You know what I mean? So, it, it's just going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, There's some other moves that aren't being talked about as much. Kemba to the Celtics
1: him to Indiana.
0: Yeah, Oladipo will be coming back off of surgery. Um, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler to Miami. Don't really know what happened there.
1: I think. And <laughs> I think that took Philly really a step back. Because yeah, it I did. think that Jimmy Butler, um, Simmons, and um, Embiid that was a good combination. They could have played long enough to build some yeah. chemistry and then get some other like Tobias. Well, Tobias is there. Build some other role players, but they lost Lou Williams.
0: Lou Williams to the went
1: to the Clippers.
0: He did go to the Clippers. So that's
1: a big, that's a big loss because he's the truth. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the, the, my issue with the Sixers is they think that they're a lot better than they really are.
1: That's Embiid. and that's
0: going to be that's their, Embiid and Simmons. Simmons has an ego on him too.
1: But I mean, he he's really quieter,
0: but he he has an ego on him too. And the boy still can't shoot.
1: He's, he'll come. <laughs> I think by next year he'll is, be shooting more. But he's definitely not going to be still can't enough shoot. to shoot.
0: Like, you have no outside shot. You're not going to make it in this league long. Athleticism fades. Then what?
1: He'll have to get a shot. You've got to get a shot. That's why they're introducing it now because they know it's coming and they can't afford for him to be you know, late in his career just learning how to shoot.
0: That's what I'm saying. Sixers are going to talk themselves out of the race because they, like right now, in, I think a player um, said, oh, um, Kawhi left Toronto? That's a cakewalk for us to the finals. They think they're winning the East.
1: Brooklyn, hands down. No, I would say Milwaukee, and then Brooklyn. Those would be my picks for the East.
0: I will say, I will say the East is—I would still call it pretty wide open right now. Toronto lost Kawhi. They—they they won't have enough. I don't know who. Um, I don't think they got anybody for that. They lost Kawhi and Danny Green. Danny Green is a Laker now. So,
1: they can't really attract talent there anyway. It's like a black hole, um, unfortunately. Just well, the, the because thing, of the, the thing is,
0: if you, if you want to be worshipped, you'll be okay with being in Toronto.
1: But not too many players just want to be worshipped. You right, want, because you want people fame, want, people want, want spotlight, money. And, yeah.
0: and then after money, somewhere down the line, they want to win. Yeah, no <laughs> right. It's yeah. all about money right now. Money and comfort, apparently, because everyone wants to go play home. You know, that's what the league has turned into. Let's just go home.
1: Can't discredit, or you have to give a lot of credit to the um, GM of the Toronto Raptors. He was oh my so God. some way able. Where's to his
0: award? Did, he, did he win GM of the Year yet?
1: I think he might. I think did he win? A, I think he might have won a. He,
0: he needs to win something for that. Like this uh, man gambled with his entire life, his entire career. He pulled. He pulls it off. it off. Like traded the franchise player that had been there his whole career nine years. And he he said no let us do it, and came back with a chip. That's magic. He's probably still in the club right now. I know I would be.
1: But <laughs> well, no, he's he's a very good coach. He's probably somewhere scouting the next probably Kawhi. Is. Yeah, like well, he, yeah,
0: they they now that Kawhi has moved on, they gotta
1: because he used to be a recruiter. Of or, I think he used to be a recruiter um, or a scout. So he knows talent, he knows the organization, so he knows right. how to put a good team together And knowing where he's at, he knows he has to be very strategic yeah. So if, in order for him to win another game, he's going to have to find a player that's not so famous But put the right components around Yeah,
0: I trust him, like he to me should have a lifetime job in the NBA like, he I should, think he should he go should... to a,
1: different, a bigger market, like go to the Lakers or go to the Knicks and fix that Well immediately
0: up. after the Wizards supposedly were recruiting him, 10 million a year
1: That's another mess
0: Ooh, that is Not a mess. I'm surprised they didn't move uh wall or bill or both. Can they even
1: get rid of wall? Is he like?
0: No, I don't. Part of so. the
1: national debt. Like, what's the deal <laughs> with this? Guy? Like, he's just like they the just, wall situation is. He,
0: heavy. There's a wall. I don't know. Like, build the wall. But, but I will say this: I have seen Wall on social media. This, this, you know, since his injury, he's looking good. He's back in he shape. Always looks good until no, no, he doesn't. No. He was he was out of shape last year. Oh, he was out of shape. God developed some bad habits last year but he's looking he's been in the gym he's looking back cut ripped in shape he's injury prone that baby's injury prone he is but um yeah i I think the wizards i didn't even think of him this whole time they got rid of dwight howard sent him on his way
1: um i think for all uh intents and purposes i think we should not even discuss the wizards ever i know (laughs) like the bobcats wizards like until we really see that they're, they're serious about making you know a move i don't think we should because what are y'all doing they never do anything that's of you know, that's what like, you're like right. like i mean i just back. i'm
0: just thinking about the people in the east they didn't they haven't made any sexy moves at all they're i guess they're gonna rock with bill and wall um and you know funny enough and they had a squad a few years ago they did have a squad they did they it kind did. of reminds
1: me of Atlanta, uh, the Hawks. The yeah. Hawks were like so close, and it's like when you have markets that haven't LeBron traditionally tactic. haven't had, you know, traditionally haven't been winning, and you just so happen to line the stars. You have to try you your hardest to keep those it. people there because you know it's only a matter of time before the bigger markets try and swoop, swoop. But in you know what in. it
0: is some some teams are built for the regular season. They're built to win sixty games. They're built to show you a good time in the regular season. But then in the playoffs, they can't contend because you're playing. The best teams in your conference and you're playing them you know four five six seven times so then your 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 deficiencies are really gaping at that point
1: point. and i think in those markets they don't also have that that attractive factor to be able to okay we did bad this year and we just need to get two more players they don't have the ability to go out there and get those yeah. two big players so they have to pretty much contend with what they have and bet on like the next team kind of falling off which is yeah. not a good formula yeah. if you're trying to win a
0: championship some, some team like a, a team like the Wizards right now they are not bold enough to make any move right now like they are they have not decided they're going to just you know blow the whole thing up get rid of wall get you rid said of bold, enough bold enough or competent maybe Cause could be nothing you know, about combination sounds of sounds like both. they're
1: trying to win period
0: right so and I think that after this year if the team underperforms but bill continues to get better i think you'll see wall out of there before you see bill yeah
1: bill cuz bill's been consistently playing right um if anything yeah, he'll probably go to another team and actually end up winning you know a championship because he's a, he's that caliber of player like right. that's the type of person you want on your organization
0: he's been more consistent
1: Wall was like, he's. Wall is a a beast. I mean, since college,
0: but the injuries.
1: And his style of play is not conducive for a long long career. He kind of reminds me of Dwight. They had that explosiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, Rose did like very explosive. Like, you have to kind of tailor your your game for you to play long term. And I don't think he's ever going to do that. And that's kind
0: of why he's where he's at. Yeah. So, we'll dot, dot, dot on the Wizards. Who else? The Wizards? That was, we can't even that. We're talking about the, no, I think the Wizards about... encompass
1: the East. I think they're a good, rep, rep, you know, representation of what the East is. There's not really much there. Um, the parity since early 2000s, there really hasn't been anything in the East. So it's yeah. always been about the West. And when you look at all of the organizations, you know, they have never been teams that anybody in the West would be afraid of. Because if you look at it, if you put them in the West, most of the teams that are winning in the East probably wouldn't even be a seven
0: seed. To be realistic. Now I want to look at I think we've covered most of the major moves that were made, but I want to look at the East and look at the West and let's make predictions on who we think will make the playoffs and who will be serious.
1: I can tell you, shoot, my top three in the West would definitely be
0: I wanna start with the East.
1: Start with the East. Start with the East. Milwaukee. Okay. Brooklyn, Philadelphia. You think in that that's- order.
0: Okay, that's top three. three. So, right now, if we look at who made the playoffs last year, we had Milwaukee, Toronto, Philadelphia, Boston, Indiana, Brooklyn, Orlando, Detroit. And it all goes to hell from there.
1: (laughs) And Boston, I I will put Boston, it'll be between, for my number three, I I would say a close. I think they may be able to beat. Nah. They'll be number four. Boss will be number four.
0: Well, I'm, I'm looking at the – okay, let's look at the teams that didn't make it. Hornets, Heat, which the Hornets and Heat were just two games out. Then we go drop down into the Wizards, the Hawks, the Bulls, Cavs, and the Knicks. Oh, the Knicks were the biggest losers of this offseason. They made no moves. None. None.
1: That's, that's like their tagline. None. Knicks are always the biggest losers.
0: Like this franchise is in shambles.
1: They got R.J. Barrett. Okay. But they the Knicks the have okay. the Knicks haven't been a factor since.
0: It's sad. Allen Houston. So huh, you're right, Latrell Sprewell, Allen Houston days. Like, yeah, briefly Carmelo, but he couldn't even make the playoffs every year he was there. And since then, absolutely nothing.
1: They, uh, I don't know who's worse Dolan. right now. I think it's as Dolan. As he's a
0: cancer. As
1: long as he's there, they're never going to be a factor. He's a cancer,
0: backup. period. He's still the team. So, out of these teams, the Knicks, I don't think, will make the playoffs. R.J. Barrett will have, I think, a great season. He'll be fun to watch. He'll at least bring something. They got Dennis Smith Jr. I think he's a, a nice talent to look at. Um it, it, they'll have some some fun games, and of course, when people come to Madison Square Garden, they give they give them their all. There'll be some good dazzling games. Um, when he plays uh, Zion Williams, will probably be a nice right. you know. You but I that. don't think the Knicks will make the playoffs. Cleveland's not gonna make the playoffs. The Bulls, no, I don't think so. The Hawks, I don't think they made any moves. The Wizards, if healthy, they made seven or eight spot maybe. The Heat, I don't know. They got Jimmy Butler, obviously Dwayne Way retired. Um, they lost Dragic, who was once an All Star <laughs> one year. Uh, they lost Whiteside, Hassan Whiteside, and battled center. He's gone. Um, they got a nice young talent in um, Tyler Hero, I think. They got mm. I don't know. They
1: there's not much to write home about. Like, there's this... there's
0: really not. I mean The the Hornets, they're going in the opposite direction. They lost Kemba. Pelicans. So, and then the people who did make the playoffs, Orlando and Detroit, uh, I mean. Did you see
1: the first round for Detroit, I think they really need to regroup. Uh, I don't think they really picked up anybody. I don't think somebody that's really trying to go there. But after their loss last year, that was so devastating. That was embarrassing. Right. It
0: was an embarrassing series. Didn't they put didn't they at least get one game or was it a sweep?
1: Even if they won one game, the way they were losing. It was they bad. Cut out. That was bad yeah. for for the league.
0: So as far as the East, I don't see maybe I don't see a whole lot of movement as far as teams that made and didn't make. Maybe the two at the bottom, Orlando and Detroit, maybe swapped out for Miami and the Wizards, maybe. But I think Toronto will probably slide to the second half like a, a five seed maybe, five or six seed. Because right now they have, I mean, Kyle Lowry, he's an aging point guard, and he's been grossly, you know, inconsistent. And I think that he needs a superstar alongside him to make him look better. Even though I love Kyle Lowry, I do.
1: But Gotta love my old Rockets. I think Rockets. In, his, in the last series he really showed his flaws. Yeah. Um, and that was with a superstar on the side. Mm-hmm. And I kind of they kind of brought him in to be the face of the franchise once they realized he couldn't do it. But even with that, there was moments where you were kind of just scratching your head, like I didn't. Well, the of thing is, Ka-
0: Kyle Lowry. I mean, because I've seen where he came from, because he played for the Rockets. His his ascent, you know, was was good to watch once he moved on from us, and I think that he did prove himself to be an All Star player in this league. But um, I just think he's running out of steam. That's all it is. Um, he don't. He doesn't. He's a um, a utility. He's a hardworking, gritty, grime, grimy player. Not grimy, but you know, he's a hardworking. Doesn't have a lot of sexiness to his game. He's just gonna work hard and go get it. That you know, he's a blue collar type of player. So as you get older, it's harder to package that when you're when you have the all star status behind you and you're expected to perform a certain level and you're getting older. So I think he's just running out of steam. So um if if it's left to him to lead the franchise, then I think they're just going to be a bottom tier playoff team. Um if that. I mean, so I think the Nets uh the Nets this year, like I said, KD's not going to be around. And even though I had, you know, come to dislike KD because of the move that he played, diabolical move that he played going to the Warriors, I will say that I really do feel for him with the um the decision he made to play that game and it end up costing him a year of his career. Because that injury is it really is a career killer. It can really be a career career killer. Achilles. And he didn't have to, he didn't need to do that. But it's because he can't handle the negative he can't handle the pressure he can't handle the whispers of he can't handle it and you know once he left the Warriors organization it's like he unloaded he felt the pressure off he said that that organization was too um, arrogant which they were I hate Steve Kerr I think he's the most smug arrogant coach and you don't even do anything it's not you
1: we got rings that's all that matters.
0: I don't care about that. I hate Steve Kerr. He really turned into a dick of a coach. I really don't like him.
1: But when you're winning, a lot of times you get to get away with certain things.
0: Right. And, I, and to me, Steve Kerr, you're not even the curator of this movement. It's Mark Jackson. You picked up where Mark Jackson left off.
1: And he kept the train rolling, Unfortunately. He,
0: but he, I mean, he kept it rolling because he had the inventory. He
1: inherited a good situation. Exactly.
0: He inherited a good inventory. Now what's left of these warriors?
1: He Joe Gruden did.
0: White privilege. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm so over it. So, what was my point? Yeah, so, Eastern Conference. I'm not excited. I'm you not. You can stop like, talking East. Yeah, East, you is just know whatever, East is whatever, like
1: the tank it's kind of like it's down the slope and for me it just is what I it grew is up with the Eastern Conference as my favorite and to see how it's now it's like the wasteland of talent
0: yeah there I just think that every team is like there's not a lot of you know difference between one and eight like I don't think there's a, there's, a ton of difference the
1: parity is just horrible, it's just horrible. yeah east, I mean, of the, east of the Mississippi basketball is on a totally different planet it's it's not it's so far
0: yeah it really is the wasteland Like, after LeBron, like, the Eastern Conference is in just shambles. Like, what do we do? We're just all running around with the heads cut off. Um, Milwaukee will still probably be one seed this coming season. Giannis is, um, wow, like.
1: He's coming into his own now. He really
0: is. He really is. After, I mean, it just hit me that he's MVP after six years. He's only been in the league six years. And Kobe Bryant gave him that challenge to be MVP just two years ago. And I remember when I saw that, and I was like, "I thought Kobe was drinking gasoline that day." I was like, "Do you see something?" I mean, maybe he saw something we didn't see. So I think he ha- i mean, he has an amazing story, obviously, and um, I think he's good for the league. It's definitely they, they, good for the league. They need
1: to, you know, pick up a new face of the league since LeBron is aging. Who will be the next, you know, one to, I guess, carry the torch? So well, they're trying to groom him to be the next person.
0: Well, and I don't know. Like I said, it's just.
1: If Zion but, could keep up, maybe Zion.
0: Zion's but. already injured. Like, <laughs> I'm just. I cannot crown anybody anything. You got to show me. That's how I'm feeling now. The basketball is always looking for the next Jordan. That's always going to be the case. They are.
1: Because they know it drives viewership. It drives. The excitement around the league is we need that superstar. You need that, that it. So you have to find those players that can do it. Right.
0: I'm concerned, Zion he seems like a nice young man, good head on his shoulders. I think he's a little chubby. I think he should lose some weight. <laughs> I think he should lose some weight. He's a little chubby for me. Uh, he's already been injured a couple times, you know, so uh, mechanics, yeah, maybe he wants to probably lose like 10 or 15 pounds. He's a little chubby. I mean, he's he's got a lot of power. He's got a, a good game and he's quick. And agile, but we we all know, like the way that the NBA game runs, you ragged. You can only rely on that for so long. And even LeBron had a time when he lost a few pounds, leaned up, toned up. Like you gotta yeah. shed the baby weight a little bit. You know, if, if the way that his game is tailored, I think he has to kind of um, get a better grip on that because he's already tweaked some stuff here and there. Right. Like we're just in summer league. <laughs> You're not even playing against the NBA players yet. You're playing against your teammates. High school and college teammates. So, asterisks for everybody right now. So, the East, uh, yawn. Um, Brooklyn this year with with Kyrie. Um, Okay, you're back home. Hope hope that makes you happy. Um, What are you going to do this year? Um, I'm just, and I love Kyrie. I loved, loved Kyrie. I'm just not impressed with his leadership skills. I'm not impressed with the way that he conducts his business and himself he shot himself in the foot there's no reason to open up training camp fall 2018 and say i want to be a celtic i want to be here there's no reason to say things like that and the season's not even halfway through and you like i don't owe anybody a damn thing like you
1: <laughs> that's he's just shown, you no know, he's young he's not used to being under that much scrutiny he's mm-hmm. not used to being under that pressure he's normally deflected um, even with the Cavs, they didn't pressure him that much. No. So he was like, why are you all grilling me?
0: He had it good.
1: But he doesn't understand when you're playing in a market that expects the expectations that are higher. That kind of tradition you're, you're is gonna, different. Right. Um, so I think that kind of taught him a lesson. But at the same time, he also learned something about himself. that this may not necessarily be for me. Um, I'm a great player. So he may just have to work through those and learn how to deal with the media. Or you can deal with them harshly. But as long as you go out and drop buckets, that's all that matters. Because at the I end think, of the day, that's all they care about. A, I think
0: he's a strong number two. He they, can, they can, he can take, very well be, yes. they, they, they can take over games in certain ways. But you can't, he's not and a leader of a team.
1: Yeah, and that, I think that that would be his biggest downfall. Because if you had to be the number one and it takes you to be a leader to lead your team, and you're, I guess, the Achilles heel, then you're never going to be. Team is never going to get to that
0: point. The the thing is, is that everybody, and again, I know I'm full of LeBron references, but it's just so pertinent. If somebody's going to malign you for maligning your teammates, the least you could do is just come out and do it all on your own. If somebody accused LeBron of, you know, not being a, a team player to his teammates, the least he would do is just go out and close the damn game his damn self. Or, or win him out of a series, you know? Like, he had the ability to do those kind of things. Like, well, if you guys think I'm not being fair to my teammates, let me just go ahead and carry them out of this series and close it and show you guys. But I, I think that's above Kyrie. It's above him. Because when 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 this when it got tough, he disengaged. His, his locker room was, was in shambles. And then after he disengaged, then he got indignant. Then he's like, well, I'm just not going to talk to y'all. Or, like, I don't owe anybody anything. Or,
1: So, I can see that happening in Brooklyn where you'll have, I wouldn't necessarily say a split locker room, but I can see you having the media over here talking to Kyrie and the media over here talking to KD, and they're, like, in two different universes. And they never really come together. They come together enough to win games, but they'll never have that that chemistry like you would see with, you know, a team player that's really a team player. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, we need to really... All right, whatever we need to do to get the team on board, we're gonna do it. Yeah, I feel like they're more so just let's just go out there and score. Um, yeah, let's make buckets. You have to do the dirty work to like really build your exactly. team and show like you really have my back, not say it and then go out there and you know like, passive aggressively right. deal with it. Well, them.
0: if somebody would get it to no, you can't do those because you lose bell respect, shots, you lose and a and lot of lost, respect. He lost his locker room, he lost his locker room. So, again, that. I think that Kyrie and KD are similar figures in that, in that um, they uh, – it's like they want the smoke, but they don't want the fire. Like, obviously, they're amazing talents. I mean, KD, like, is – come on, he's spectacular. But even – how can you be in the, at the Warriors and you're the difference? Like, them adding Kevin Durant is the difference as to why they won two more championships but you're still like not the number one guy. You're the difference maker, but you're not the number one guy because he was never going to eclipse what that franchise already was before he got there. That's what made his move so more, so much more foul than anything else we've ever seen is that you can come in there and you're the second best player in the world. Some people may even call you the best and you still can't eclipse what's already been established and you're coming in, and you are the difference maker. He's literally the difference maker. I have nightmares about it when I think about 2017 and 2018 game three, when the Cavs are down. Um, they're already down. I think one and one, and and, and then uh, oh two. And that game three is like the, the kill shot that he that he shot. Those those game threes where he made the threes in the fourth quarters, almost the same exact shot, and that's the difference maker those games are winnable for the Cavs they could have been in the series whatever but it's those kill shots that Kevin Durant gave That's like all right now we're down 0-3 we're we're not getting out of this hole so he was literally a difference maker for those two championships but he still just couldn't he was never going to be the 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 face of the of the Warriors and that's a problem that's a problem well you
1: went in there knowing that I don't think you of course thought you of course you know, overpower or take over what Steph already set up. So, I mean, I don't know what you kind of expect You really had the anticipation that you were just going to get the ring, not necessarily become the franchise face.
0: But, it, but to me, if you're if you're the the second best player in the world, wherever you go, you should make an imp- make that impact.
1: That's why there's the asterisk next exactly. next to your championship. You went to a e- stacked team.
0: Exactly. The, and then you're mad a team that, that they don't had an embrace you. Exactly. And then you're mad because everybody else is mad at you. Come on, so now you Welcome jump to ship. you jump shit because you say that they're they're just too dramatic, they're too arrogant in the Warriors. so now you team up with your homeboy to go to Brooklyn and i mean we'll we'll see what happens there.
1: what are you gonna say in brooklyn they they're too, but they' are too, they don't expect enough of me,
0: I guess you know what it is too like there's just certain personalities like I don't know they don't they don't they lack like the media personality. Yeah, there's a they lot, get well, upset there's
1: a lot of players that don't do well with the media exactly. and that's okay um like marshawn lynch he wouldn't answer questions <laughs> he made that players, a gimmick <laughs> but at <laughs> the same time as long as you're performing on the court a lot of times you can quiet the noise but when you're not performing as well on the court even though katie did, still does a lot the fact that you came on a horribly good team it just doesn't work well
0: okay so, to wrap up the free agency, the East, we discussed the West playoff situation. Obviously, the Lakers will make the playoffs this year. Um, oh, Portland, uh, they locked Dame up. He's getting big paid, $40 million a year. He's probably going to be a blazer lifer. He's expressed that he's not interested in teaming up with anybody. He'd rather get it out the mud. I respect he's that. School. He's old school. We respect that. Uh, Denver will be back in the mix. Um Thunder's g- gonna fall out, <laughs> you know. In light of this new uh, development, they're definitely gonna fall out now. They're total rebuilding. Um, Clippers are gonna be in there. Uh, Spurs, just because of the organization, they may be be in there towards the bottom. The Warriors, like I said, I think it's done. Uh, even though they got Russell for now, I think that though. I mean, they'll still make the playoffs, but the dynasty, ding dong, is dead. And I feel great to be
1: continued. In this episode of Chime In, we are going to discuss the latest trades in the NBA offseason and how that impacts the Eastern and Western Conference. Chime in to find out.